1: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Walk Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Joshua, my friend, the obvious has happened. As much as we called it across the majority of this year, God of War Ragnarok, God of War 2, whatever you want to call it, has been pushed back to 2022. Now, the only date that was associated with this game was the initial teaser for it, and um, where it yeah. said Ragnarok is coming, and then 2021 came on screen. But Sony haven't said anything in regards to that game since then, in regards to a release date anyway. Um, and it's just been this weird, nebulous, lingering date that we hoped was coming across the rest of this year, because it'd be nice to get a PS5 exclusive things to play on the new system, show off what it could do. But no, that's been pushed back until next year. Now, it's obviously worth clarifying that the base reality of this is relating to everything that happened across last year. Um, and this news itself comes from Herman Holst um, from Sony themselves on the Sony blog, um, saying that the reality of the game's production and um, the fact that it was relying so much on motion capture, access to performance, performance capture and talent um, is the reason that it's being pushed back. Um, what's your initial thoughts on this before I break down many other things that came out in this Sony blog?
0: Like you said, I feel like it's inevitable. Ever since it was announced that it was supposed mm. to be coming in 2021, I think a lot of people were just like, "That's not going to happen. That's way too quick <laughs> of a turnaround." Especially, like you said, with everything that's gone on and in the article, where he's explaining, you know, why they've had to do it. You know, issues with getting the talent, issues with, and um, mm. you know, recording mocap in the current conditions totally empathize and totally understand why you don't want to just you know ruin your team (laughs) to push for a seemingly impossible date. I'm totally okay with it being delayed. Personally, Mm. you know, um, I think God of War as a franchise deserves the time, deserves the polish and the developers working on it deserve to not be, like I said, um, run all over the shop to get this game out. However, it is kind of weird that they even did 2021 at all on the first Mm. trailer and then just kind of like did mention it you know for me I'm surprised there was a date to begin with and that's kind of I guess the big question of why do they do that when even people seemingly outside of the studio um, were speculating that there was no chance it was going to hit that date.
1: <laughs> that was also what Jason Schreier kept saying. There was no way in hell it was going to hit yeah. that day. Um, that's the thing. That's the thing that I... The only part of this that I'm, I'm not okay with um, like, is the the fact that, yeah, they put it out as part of the teaser before the PS5 was available, which just feels, in hindsight, like it was to drive the demand towards the PS5. If they had, if they had no notion of it actually coming out across 2021, they would have known in September last year that it wasn't going to hit this date this year. Um, and there's yeah. also the fact that, you know, revealed in here, is that God of War is also coming to PS4 um, which you know they, like they it's the way that it's phrased um, but it, it's mentioned in this blog that um, both um, Horizon Forbidden West and God of War were both developed on PS4 and PS5 um, which you know implies that they always knew when they were saying this 2021 date when they were sort of passing it off as this PS5 exclusive same with Horizon before that was announced to also be coming to PS4 um, I don't like the way all this op- the optics of all this stuff has been handled where you sort of lead people down yeah. one route on this is the PS5 this is the reason to get the console these are the games these are the exclusives and then say hey by the way you actually would have been fine with the console you already had like yes the original base ps4 is going to struggle but you could get a ps4 pro you could have elongated it that way um i don't like that side of it i think that it kind of sucks i want games that i want to experience the games that are made for the console that i dropped half a grand on uh, or half a yeah thousand totally on i think that side know, of it I- is, has been very messy
0: Yeah, definitely. It's been a lack of clarity all around, especially because, you know, it's easy to say now that it's obvious that these games are going to come to PlayStation 4. That's Sony's MO, you know, they've been Mm. doing it with, like you said, Horizon, they do it with (laughs) Spider-Man. No, but that's what I mean. It is now before launch. It wasn't that at all. It was Jim Ryan coming out and saying, we believe in generations, a quote which has <laughs> aged like just bad, bad, bad milk. The, the worst, worst milk, milk you could ever buy. Um, but at the same time, you know, they've done this before. They did it with Spider-Man Miles Morales. When that was first shown mm-hmm. off, there was no indication that it was going to play, go, going to PlayStation 4. And then it was the next trailer that actually confirmed that this is a cross-gen release. And they mm-hmm. seem to be doing that for a bunch of different games. And like you say, in hindsight, they would have known that. They would have known that God of War was being developed on the PlayStation 4, and the fact that yeah. they hadn't clarified that until now, it does make it appear like it was just done to drive PlayStation 5 sales and make PlayStation 5 feel more essential essential mm-hmm. than perhaps it actually is, because a lot of these games you can um, play on previous gen. And yeah, we do have games like Returnal, like Ratchet & Clank that are PS5 exclusive, but God of War, Horizon... Spider-Man, they're the big hitters. They're the big IP. They're the ones yeah. that sell 10s, 20 million copies apiece, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that we're going to go into 2022 now and still have these tentpole releases releasing cross-gen... It makes me wonder if there's ever going to be a kind of break as there were in previous gens to where we just have PlayStation 5s. And as a final note, before I let you come and speak and stop this rambling, <laughs> I do fully understand you know, that we're speaking from a like, position of privilege because we've got yeah. PlayStation 5s, we have access to them. A lot of people simply don't at this moment in time, so they're obviously you know, going to be like, yes, please make it cross-gen. But you know, as you imagine, going into next year especially, According to what PlayStation themselves have said, hopefully, you know, development starts ramping up and hopefully these PlayStation's become more widely available so we're not in this position where, you know, we're in this kind of like bottleneck
1: of production. But even outside the availability side of it, if you're making a new tech product and you're going to say you're going to make things for this new tech product, I'm going to go down that route with you and I'm going to buy into it. And I want to see what you're doing. Um, there's a whole yeah. side of it that is the artistic side of it, the tech side of it. I just want to see what these games are. Um, you know, outside of, Like I said, outside of the reality of the av- availability of the systems, which will it's, will solve itself over time. Maybe that's all this is. Um, it's just a reaction to the fact that they can't get enough PS5s out there. Although, if you compare it to this point in the PS4's lifecycle, the PS5 is outselling where the PS4 was at at that time so it seems that the PS5 will do just fine fine enough over time Um, but yeah that that sort of base reality of the way that they advertise stuff the way that they've driven demand towards the console without really following through on it um, I think that stuff is really lame and really just, just a bit naff just a little bit shady just sort of like making it seem like they needed to have all these things up front to guarantee that the PlayStation fires out the gates really really strong but then hey by the way these games were always in development for the previous consoles and you didn't need to go through the staying up till 2am or worrying about getting a PS5 because you're clearly fine without one.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, when it, when it comes to my own personal opinion on this matter, I don't mind that stuff like Miles Morales is cross-gen. I don't mind no. that Horizon is cross-gen, for instance. For me, it's entirely in the messaging, and it's because PlayStation, mm. as a brand, last year positioned itself in opposition to Microsoft, who was coming out and saying, look, all of these games are going to be available across the entire Xbox family. We don't mind what you buy. You're going to be able to play them. And it was almost like in a reaction to that, to try and make themselves seem different, they started saying, we believe in generations, you know, <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) we're going to have these cutoff points. And obviously Mm -hmm. that hasn't come true. And if they were more open about it initially and they were saying, we're going to do something similar. You know, we, we want these things to be cross-pollinating all of our different platforms. We don't want to immediately copy what we did in previous generations and cut these older consoles off. I'd be much more open to it because I'm like, that is at least honest, open communication yeah. rather than this, here's a trailer for this new game. We're not actually going to tell you what platforms it's coming to, but also you can pre-order the next-gen system if you want right now and you'll be <laughs> able to play it on there in some form. And that kind of does suck. Um, like. Like you were saying, but... Mm-hmm. I do understand why they're doing this, I think. Obviously, it boils down to money. That's the short answer. But again, yeah. going back to their investor port, which I mentioned a few times in these videos, um, I keep coming back to that pie chart they had about where they're getting their <laughs> revenue from. And in right. 2013, it was, it was almost a half and half split between console sales and software. Whereas mm-hmm. now you skip forward seven, eight years, and now it's mostly software. I think it's like 20% console. So they're getting most of their money from games from mm-hmm. services and stuff so with that in mind maybe they just don't want to use these games to sell consoles anymore because the games themselves have become more profitable because now they're Possibly. in this position where they're selling more than ever before they have more beloved franchises than ever before and they're making more money than ever before off them so mm-hmm. their their business model has kind of shifted to focus on that which is why i think they're not at all eager to make the sacrifice of sales to ship consoles because consoles across the board this includes microsoft and everyone else Mm. just aren't as important to the business model sales wise as they once were
1: oh no my point is entirely in the way that they've advertised it or the the reality yeah. that we could have just been sat back and, and got ps4s or ps4 pros they could have encouraged you to buy a PlayStation 4 pro and said the ps5 is coming in 2022 um, and we could have all even something like cyberpunk would have done a hell of a lot better because you could have focused on those specific SKUs. obviously that's third party or whatever but in terms of just like I said it's it's the way that they've advertised it it's the way that they created this idea of what a PlayStation 5 can give you and I'm sure that it will over enough time but right now I mean he mentions in here and um, that it's also very very important to have showpieces for PS5 hence the development of Returnal and Ratchet that are exclusive to PS5 misses out Destruction All-Stars and everyone seems to forget that, that game <laughs> exists including the head of Sony but um, yeah I mean for the rest of this year though we don't have any more first party PS5 games that are exclusive um, and the, the only thing that's coming for the rest of this year um, that is exclusive to a system on the next gen is Xbox's Halo Infinite um, so it's going to be a weird year obviously the first year after uh, console launches is always a bit all over the place and I think it is in a better state overall than twenty. 2014 was um, back then, but it's just, it's been a a bit of a mess. To throw in as well, um, Gran Turismo 7 is also now going to be cross gen, which was another game shown off as, oh my god, look at how much this can do on the PlayStation 5, but now it's coming to PS4. So it's just, it's a strange... Mix of uh, signals, and also Holst says, uh, "Well, we can't walk away from 110 million PS4 owners, right?" And it's like, "Well, <laughs> you walked away from 158 million PS2 owners to sort of push things forward." Um, and yeah. I guess there's just there's a wider conversation to be had on the reality of why we need systems, why we need consoles, and what it, what a generation even means. If um, you know games have longer tails on them, and you're playing them for multiple years, maybe that is seasons of content and things like that. Um, I think that conversation is coming, and it's fueled by things like this. Um, but you know, spending the money on a new system and then sitting there with it and going like, "Well, all I'm getting is frame rate and resolution boost versions of a last gen game." I think yeah, that totally. stuff stings. And you know, it's it's kind of weird because obviously
0: we're, we're looking back at how things were handled in the PlayStation Four era, and. Mm. It's, it's weird because Sony wasn't doing this back then. They did make that clean break, but at the same time, they didn't have many exclusives for a long while. They came out, obviously, mm. with Infamous Second Son. They had kills on Shadowfall. They had Knack. And then for the longest time, <laughs> they just had nothing. Like, they just had yeah. nothing. And it took them a few years to get going to release the likes of Horizon, to release the mm-hmm. likes of God of War, to release the likes of Spider-Man. And for mm-hmm. the longest time, the conversation was just, where are the exclusives? What's going on? So oh, in totally a way, pro- they kind of skipped over this problem before by just not having anything and now that they've got things ready to go They're like, well, we can make more money. We can make more money if we put them on PlayStation 4 And I think that's an interesting wrinkle that they actually are ready to go this time Mm. and I wonder whether they would have done this in 2013 had they had the likes of Horizon um, or even like an Uncharted ready to go very close to the launch of the machine.
1: Maybe. I guess the whole thing with that is, like you said, Killzone, Infamous, they were both only available on PS4, so that whole, the conversation around that was, this is why you need the new system. I think there's just this weird feeling of, I didn't need to buy this, I didn't need to, I feel like I was suckered in by a bunch of this marketing stuff, and I feel like you could have just waited, I feel like the generation might even be stronger if you wait until 2022. Um, You know, maybe it benefits the third parties like the likes of Cyberpunk, and it also means that you can come out the gate with something like God of War and Horizon on a PS5, make them exclusive, it comes out the gate a lot stronger um than you know cross uh, cross generation miles morales demon Souls is obviously only ps5 exclusive as well um but like frame data wise or um geo mesh wise it's a base remake of the 2009 uh, game so things like that are kind of in the conversation as well and um, to throw in the end of this um, is a new ip coming from sony bend we knew that was coming anyway because of jason Trier's bloomberg report and um, but herman holst does say that the game will build on the deep open world systems that were developed with days gone which i the only game mechanic i can think from days gone that you could build on would be the crowd tech. So I don't know if you, like what you yeah, think of them making true. that like a signature thing going forward.
0: I think that be, could be cool. You know, I enjoyed Days Gone For What It Was. I think the mm-hmm. open world design especially was really gorgeous and really immersive. Like the actual landscape was interesting. So I hope they bring that attention to detail over to this new project. But I've just, just got to say, Scott, like, why does Sony just keep announcing things or making statements in the most boring on way possible? Blog. This is a company that used to be known for its like, you know, crazy adverts and crazy marketing. It always didn't work, wasn't always great, but it was always something, now it's just, Here's a white screen with some text. And it's an update from Sony <laughs> Bend. Here's Sony Santa Monica talking about why God of is delayed. Here's uh-huh. an interview, another interview with Wired talking about where we are. There's just no flash to it. And that's kind <laughs> yeah. of so weird for this company in particular. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. their state of players. But so much of it nowadays is just, oh yeah, there's a new VR system coming. He's a
1: blog post on our website. I'm well, like, just I mean the, that's they, get the me blog toast. The blog post from uh, Techland... Sorry, the uh, video that Techland put up um, when they confirmed some new stuff for Dying Light 2 where they had a green screen and they'd like, replaced the entire backdrop so it looked like they were standing or sitting on top of a city during the apocalypse. Yeah. Like That's got a higher production value than Sony themselves at this point. <laughs> um, and like you said, the PlayStation blog is... like It's a it's a person who runs the blog talking to Herman Hulst, but it's still Sony having a conversation with themselves. It's not like the yeah. most... It, doesn't really, it just comes across as this weird sort of half-synthetic approach to getting information out. Um, but at least they... I mean, that's the thing. A lot of this blog was just addressing every possible criticism that's come up so far, uh, including uh, a comment on the, the Japanese market, the fact that the PS5 didn't latch mm. on to Jap- Japanese sales in the region as much as it has done beforehand. Um, and, and Herman Hulse just says that, you know, like, of course, Japan is still a major um, area that they want to focus on. He mentions Polyphony Digital. Um, obviously, they're based out of Tokyo, uh, the Gran Turismo people, um, and says that Team Asobi, the Astro Bot people are doing a new game and um, says that they're developing a franchise for all ages with global appeal um, and then says that there is a, that we haven't seen the last of Astro Bot either so I'm assuming that there are two separate games but as someone who literally would say that Astro Bot the, the pack-in game on the PS5 is the best game of the generation so far <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about that Yeah, brilliant. Give me
0: more Astrobot. Give me only Astrobot. If every exclusive (laughs) was only that little lad going through PlayStation history or even not doing that, just going to other planets, having a good time, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think those games, you know, that Astrobot, the VR one, I think it's called something, Rescue, Rescue. I can't remember, Rescue Mission. And then even, you know, some of the playroom stuff before then, the VR playroom as well. Like Mm. this little guy could be some, something special, could be more widespread and more mainstream than he is. And I just mm. want more people to play, like you said, uh, the Astrobot game that's currently on the PlayStation 5 because it is awesome. And maybe,
1: well, Returnal is pretty good, but um, maybe <laughs> the best showcase we have for the PlayStation 5 tech at the moment. Yeah, it feels like that was, oh, to me, that felt like them doing doing a Nintendo and just sort of recognising their own legacy and just going like, we've all got feelings for all these old consoles. Let's just celebrate this <laughs> stuff. Uh, remind you why you fell in love with PlayStation over the years, or at least you have a bunch of memories relating to the brand over the years and celebrate that stuff. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the likes of God of War being delayed t- to 2022. What do you think of the cross-gen stuff? Grand Turismo 7, God of War now being on PlayStation 4 as well. And uh, what's your general thoughts on the way that Sony have rolled out the PS5 so far? For now, I've been Scott from what culture Don't I've been Josh from whatculture.com. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.